This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. You are listening live to ACIM Gather, a gathering for A Course in Miracles students and teachers. For more shows and information, visit ACIMGather.com. I am your lunch hour's host. Reverend Devin Devine, your conscious spirit coach in Cicerone to experiencing firsthand what is God. For more information about me and what I can do for you, visit openandclear.com. That's O P E N A N D C L E A R.com. different subject and approach. Ultimately, each and every single one of them have the same lesson that God would have you learn. To eventually open up and receive first-hand experience of what is truth, what is love, and what is that which is God. what spirit has in store for us today as we tune in to this spiritual lunch hour broadcasting live from Utah, USA. humorous this world is so humorous as long as I remember that 
<laughs> there was something not right about it. Oh. I love this music. And it's sure obvious when things go wrong that uh, thing, something's not right. When things go wrong, it's obvious. It's easy. It's easy to see. It's easy to see that you want out of it. And then when things are going the way you want them, you know, like going with the way you see them and in your mind and everything, you know, it seems as if they're, you know, somehow it's more compatible with your likeness and enjoyment and it, and it really it seems so much different like a totally different world you're like one second you can be loving this world oh this world's so great oh he's so cute oh it's just so enjoyable oh i'm so glad everything's working out it's just beautiful and then the next second has a whole nother opportunity <laughs> It could just hit you like a ton of bricks, as they say. It's like you hit a wall. Bam. All of a sudden, you didn't even notice that you started paying attention to some pain and some suffering. You didn't even notice that you fell for it. And, you know, it's it, it does seem like it's some other source. I mean, we made it that way. Uh, yet, it's... It's so beautiful at the same time when you realize, you know, what really is occurring and how it is and it always has been working with you. So you might have chosen, might have chosen these thoughts and experiencing them. What, what am I hearing? I'm hearing some baby. Well, it's not my baby. <laughs> okay. And then instantaneously, the world changes. Some people say that there's this cloud of red over their eyes or, you know, anger or something. Or a darkness that really does seem like it's over everything and you're actually looking through this cloud. And yet, I don't see it like that. It's definitely an inner journey for me, an inner... An inner battle. This, this being like in the shadow is inside. Okay, I try you. I need you to sit still or get down and go play with your toys. I can't be juggling you here and trying to talk. Oh. It's designed, every last little bit of it is designed to get you convinced that it is you and that you, for some reason, have issues or not some reason, but you designed your life to not like certain things and you trained yourself. You designed your training to do this. You designed your teachers to teach you a specific way you designed your parents and your family to teach you a specific way and that you would like and dislike things throughout your life 
just completely setting yourself up for the whole experience that you will need and you have no choice but to fall for it. Like, it's designed to do that. It wants you to do that. And we made it this way. This isn't some sort of thing that's happening to us. Uh, even while in time, it might not be happening immediately this second in our awareness. But each throughout our lives, each decision that we have made is... is oh, great. <laughs> this is technology. Can it get worse? <laughs> no, no, please don't. <laughs> oh, man. Something about be being live, it changes everything. I don't, I don't know why my technology stops working for me. Uh, but I set it up this way. <laughs> I set it up to really be kind of obsessed or a perfectionist I trained myself to be a perfectionist and I trained myself to be a perfectionist about technology and uh, now just even the slightest little twinge of noise that's out of place and, <laughs> and I went through school doing technology doing sound and, and lights and, and theater and everything and uh, you know just just to have this experience just to have this specific lessons set up for me uh, so that uh, something can continue and stay in that irritation and that I will be able to have places of forgiveness and, and we all have these lessons in forgiveness that, that are designed to irritate us because some things you know we didn't train ourselves to be irritated by and uh, so so those aren't really our lessons uh, that we're all designed very specifically to have different lessons for the whole. And it's ultimately, we all have our specific lessons so that we can... Yeah, yeah, you tell him. Is that what your lesson is? Yeah, to deal with Dada, is that what you said? Hey. To deal with Dada not telling me to do stuff. Or telling me not to do stuff. I know, I was slapping your hand last night, right? I'm so mean. Yeah, I mean, you're touching the outlet of the wall. Uh, I really hope that you learn from slapping your hand because I don't really want to uh, deal, deal with a barbecued baby. You're supposed to die after me. <laughs> that's, that's the rules of the world. Well, you don't have to. But yeah. Yeah, uh, De what, how does it say? Devi, Devilmon, that's, <laughs> Demonic Devon. It's either Devon Divine or Demonic Devon, so I got both worlds here. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, you're designing your world right now to be set up. Just like how you need your lessons for the divine whole. I mean, the wholeness of Christ is here to learn very specific lessons. And these lessons are not having to do with form, as in achieving, you know, how to do welding or something. I mean, even though you can use that, these are symbols that can be used. 
um, and and even technology and how to be able to speak to each other and everything. And this this is not the the wholeness of the lesson. The wholeness of the lesson is beyond this idea of forms. Uh, but even as the spirit the spirit uses these symbols and these these things we believe are real that we believe is occurring to teach us the actual lessons which uh, which could be so I mean to comprehend what these lessons are I mean if we could do that and you know we wouldn't have to learn them <laughs> and that's the lesson so think of it this way a refrigerator uh, doesn't have any lessons and I mean maybe it does maybe but I don't know what its lessons are but let's assume that it doesn't <laughs> a refrigerator has no lessons but being a perfect refrigerator and and then dying and <laughs> not working anymore because that's inevitable for all physical things and so we look at a refrigerator and we say oh yeah okay so this doesn't have a lesson and and you know maybe maybe even a dog uh, does a dog have a lesson uh, or a cat or and yeah you can train a dog and you can train a cat you, you train a cat to even go in the toilet is there a dog no well no not anymore <laughs> there's no dog in the refrigerator uh, <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. There's corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> we got corn dogs in there. Yeah, I like corn dogs and corn cats. Anyway, uh, <laughs> something about consciousness or having our in personal self identity. No, no, we don't touch that. Remember? That's aware of things that happening. I mean, is a refrigerator aware? Aware when it's broken or breaks or something. Uh, is it aware of its passing of time that does that? Uh, is it aware that even if it, we put a refrigerator in a classroom and had, had the greatest teachers in the world come and teach its lessons and everything, and it's not going to comprehend, it's not going to change itself, it's not going to act differently. It's like, oh, it, it's not going to find philosophy and be like, oh, yes, oh, I need to not be cold anymore. I need to be hot. And, and then change the way it acts and stuff like that. It's like, no, we have this ability, you know, we have this ability in ourselves to actually change. <laughs> like, we not only change our personality, but literally change our physical uh, appearance. And uh, even though that seems a little more advanced, uh, that we have a, a way of looking that we're like, oh, you know, I could be breaking soon and I need to do something about my breaking or I could, you know, I'm, oh, I'm cold hearted and like a refrigerator and, uh, you know, I can actually recognize this, be aware of this and, and deliberately make a decision to, to change this and choose differently. And, and that sets me apart from objects and sets me apart from animals and, and things like that is it, 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 it makes something there is definitely something here, something there that, uh, in in myself, that that is this, <laughs> that has the you know you can't even go there. You can <laughs> can I go there? That it has this alternate dimension to 
the existence of being measured. Like my body by itself, my body ha can is just like a refrigerator and it can't recognize its lessons. It can't grasp its lessons. It, it, it doesn't, <laughs> who's to say it has lessons? And without this aspect of consciousness where it, it can comprehend and it can adjust and make, you know, adapt uh, to what it sees fit and and what it sees necessary in, in its situations and, and everything is, is phenomenal. It's just absolutely phenomenal if you think about it. Uh, that th there is definitely something about us. Uh, and, you know, with this, there's often our perspectives we we look at uh, several different things but uh, we we have the ability to tell if we're doing something right or not i mean that refrigerator idea uh, it doesn't know uh, even if it stops working or, or something it doesn't know that it's not doing it right it's not fulfilling its job or, um and it, it doesn't know that uh, you know, it might not be as cold as it should be, or, or it, it, that it is, you know, so now a heater or something. Uh, something's going wrong with it, and it doesn't know, and it doesn't feel guilt about this. It doesn't, you know, feel guilty for messing up and turning its knobs wrong, and and <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't feel bad for leaking on the floor uh, when it when it does, and. You know, or or your your food going bad uh, because it it stopped fulfilling its job, or and so I mean, I'm not gonna reprimand it and and go over there and be like, hey man, you're not fulfilling your job. You know, you're not being here doing what you're supposed to do. You're designed to keep things cold, and my food is now like thawed out and is no good. I gotta throw it all out. Thank you for not doing your job. And and you know, I could sit there and reprimand it all I want, and it's not gonna change. Um, and yet we, we think that other people, uh, because, because we have this choice in ourselves uh, to change that, and we, we see other people and we see how they change and they move and we assume that they have the same thought systems and everything that we do, uh, this ability to change and be something different. Uh, but kind of the point that I'm getting at is that ultimately I am as God created me and uh, even though I might be seeing an illusionary world uh, or illusionary expression of that experience, uh, it, we, we don't need to even focus on that. We, we, we don't need to worry about what doesn't exist because it doesn't exist. Uh, to actually see that someone is there designed to be uh, whatever they're designed to be, and can I accept that? that uh you know technology nowadays is like designed to work so long and literally designed to break <laughs> can i accept that that breaking is is part of that object i mean so some people think they're psychic and things like this and i went through this psychic stage and and it is it is a very noble step and very beautiful and fun thing uh it goes beyond you know thinking you're psychic and that you're actually reading someone else's mind and and sure i can open up the fridge and tell the fridge everything that it has in it but i put everything in it uh in it <laughs> and uh it's the same with other people that uh, even as i put every thought that's in devon 
I also put every thought that's in everyone. So it's not really so much that you're actually, you know, psychic about who they are, what they are. It's like you designed the whole world. What are you talking about? You're psychic. You, you made them to be exactly who they are, and you know everything about them, and really, you don't... Uh, and there's no need for arrogance of saying, you know, oh, yes, I'm, I know you, I created you. There's no need for, you know, because they're not going to like that. You designed them not to like that. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody, the wholeness of what you've designed and is about this acceptance thing. And it is, can you see that this is good? So currently we're in this opening of the seventh seal of life. And if you know anything about the days of creation, uh, that this is the seventh day of rest, um, that we are not actually there yet. We are still in the creation of man. So while the only way for God to see, and this is kind of just using these terms, uh, the only way to see that God has created good, you know, and see the world has good, uh, in its in its forms, we did okay. See, we made the earth, and we see it as good. Okay, we made the we made the uh, animals. We see them as good. Great. Let's move on. We see the man, and we're still working on that good thing, uh, because to firsthand experience is the only way to actually experience your creation to determine if it is good or not. So here we are as God, or the self of God, the son of God, and we are here in this, our creation of man, to determine if we are, if it is, good or not. And we're, we're still developing in this thing called evolution and creation of what we are to be in the perspective of accepting that we are good or not. And, and are we in this acceptance of who we are and who they are and who everyone is. Um, so it does seem a little weird to say it th that way, that even the, this seventh day of creating of man, or the sixth day of creating of man, was with Adam and Eve, uh, is, is a way of looking at it, and it does seem as if it is that way, but that's all a past experience, that creation of people uh, actually occurred about when I was three years old, but even the time of being three years old, I even created that whole experience, and even the, developed this whole past, this whole past thing that I, I like to insist is real, and this whole future aspect that I am currently like trying to decide where I want to go, what I want to do, and how I want to create that. Now, ultimately, when I get to that experience of, of what is like right now, here and now, when I get to this here and now, I realize that, you know, the world was created in this moment. <laughs> the animals were created in this moment. All the plants were created in this moment. That's, you know, the world, was everything about it. The other humans were created in this moment. Uh, I was created in this moment. Uh, and all this, you know, truth or illusions, it doesn't matter. It's all made, created in this moment. And that sound that big bang that beginning of the universe was is right here in this moment that voice that said let there be light is right here in this moment that right in the beginning of all existence all the time is very palpable palpably aware of available to be aware of 
in right in this very second of our existence and you know can we actually and choose to recognize that and so a lot of us when we are on this journey of becoming aware of of that that uh, we like to think that you know we have been again doing something wrong and and you know it fills up with different aspects i mean we we are filled with fear and we think we need to develop trust uh we need to find a better way of doing this to survive and and we we get filled up with guilt because you know we want to do things that that we have designed to say you know oh this is a wall you can't walk through this wall and then you do and you know and then you know, most people don't walk through walls, but, but walls like commandments, for an example, that we think these are walls that where we should not go, and then we do, and we feel bad. We broke our very own rules. You eating the chair? Okay. You eat that chair. Is it yummy? Do you want some ketchup? <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> ketchup? Uh, so this like being a it can be best described as being a mountaintop and uh of of not only evolution as in involving time but uh this whole aspect of right in this moment there is the beginning of the universe this big bang this word of god this spoken oh stinky and and it all comes up to the creation of everything supporting each other supporting this and then there's this this consciousness within a physical object that is aware of its own doings if it's right or wrong and good or bad or up or down and and has a will of its own and it can walk walk about from where it was planted yeah and it can go elsewhere and move around and do things and this is kind of the the mountaintop is going back to the same point and has the ability to go back to the same point of remembering uh, before any of the cre creation occurred. And so look at look at how fascinating and how magnificent that you actually are. And even though you can get sick and all this stuff and you think this is also happening to you and, and it's not happening, you know, pretty much for you and by you, uh, the, this whole experience of of what is 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 life is just the whole awareness that you're alive is just absolutely fascinating uh, I mean to be able to be in you and to experience your life firsthand and know what you're doing good and and how you're doing it bad and where you think improvement is necessary to go about a, a path that some reason you see fit and and all this this journey that we're developing in ourselves is just magnificent uh and it's exactly what we're designed to do and what you're designed and created for uh this this is not uh this is not somehow the end we like to think of it as the end and especially when we're trying to get out of the dream as a course of miracles is saying but it also does say that this is not the end and it's not referring to that you're not going to succeed in what uh, you're not going to succeed in, in, <laughs> what am I saying? 
in failing the course. I mean, you can, you can succeed in failing the course over and over and over again. Uh, and, and yet when you do, uh, remember that you wrote the course and that you have been here to, to do it and experience it firsthand. And, and you think about prophecies of the past and in these prophecies, you are simply just being aware of your own script and talking about your own script and talking about what's occurring and everything. And, and I, I've designed, designed the situation to have skeptics. I've designed the situation to have thinkers. I've designed this situation to, you know, have those, the, the believers and the, the disbelievers. And so that, you know, can I see it as good? And, and so much saying good, I like to look at that symbolism there because in the same sense as what we say is God, uh, and God seen as good is is only this addition to what is God. We added another O uh, to God. Can we see it as God and see it as good? Almost as if the Son of God is good is literally what goodness is. It is good and uh, that God is God and God only sees good and only sees the Son. Only sees that self of God, that Son of God which is which is good and so so we're here right now we're in life we're moving forward and doing whatever we're doing uh, ultimately that purpose is this acceptance and this going through day by day of creating experiences where we will and we made it this way deliberately go against us deliberately have problems deliberately have frustrations deliberately have seeming hells uh, and and we're working our way through them working our way through them and the only way through them is this acceptance and seeing it as good and in that position of actually seeing it as good not just not just superficially but quite literally as God sees it and could I see it not only as good but as the Son of God could I see it as the Son of God and and not with the necessarily the eyes of Christ, which it is, but that the eyes of Christ are literally God's eyes. That the self of God is literally God's self. Uh, that the hands of of Christ is and the body of Christ is quite literally God's body, God's hands. That in all existence, that this mag the great magnitude in which of which is God, is that whole experience of who you are. As Christ and as you bring and open and accept yourself and the responsibility of Christ and the responsibility of not only everything you see but quite literally everything of the world you are accepting that role that position of Christ and and are bringing that not only bringing that goodness there but literally literally bringing God there well I mean God has never left there but uh, there that position, that place, doesn't isn't really existing any more than quite literally as you. So as you make that place, it does seem to have an additional attribute, additional place in which God now can be, God now can experience. And it's not it's it's not that it's something new, because it's not really having to do with time. But even as in this place. As we're going through time and part of this place we've developed time and it's part of the experience of this whole life and this whole experience that uh, 
don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was getting a drink, but I refused. I refused myself. So a lot of us like to think that, and it is fun uh, to think Devin, for an example, uh, could be Christ. Uh, even as Devin is never and will never be Christ, um, he cannot be Christ in the same sense in which the Son of God will never actually be God, uh, in, or else it wouldn't be itself anymore. It wouldn't be the Son of God anymore, just like Devin wouldn't be Devin anymore, uh, to be this Christ experience, there would not actually be that same occurrence in which it is. So Devin would not make it to that point of being Christ, but Christ would happen because Christ has been happening the entire time in the same sense that if Christ became God, it would be God. It wouldn't be Christ being God. It would be Christ. I mean, it would be God. So... Uh, <laughs> To say that Christ is eternal is the same sense of saying the body is eternal, uh, which often is misunderstood in what I'm getting at, so hang in there. Uh, to say Christ is eternal is to say that the body also is eternal in the same sense in which Christ is. But the only thing that actually is eternal is that aspect in which is God. Because even as you did not completely create yourself, uh, this sense means and deliberately points out that there was a point in which you did not exist. And this is the point of where if you did exist, you would be eternal and you would be God. That was the only thing that existed previous to in so-called time uh, it, be, before Christ existed. So, so this aspect, even while Christ will live and be existence forever and all time eternity and so on and so forth uh, it had a point in which it did not exist and that is what sets apart the difference between what is God and what is Christ and then in the same sense of the body or the spirit bodies first there is the spirit bodies and then there is the physical bodies and in the same sense each one had a time previous to its own existence and as it's as it folds itself, so that you got God, one fold is Christ, two fold is the spirit body, three fold is the physical body, and this three fold, uh, and, and even using the symbols, we got we got four fold is using the intellectual uh, uh, consciousness that can comprehend its own existence, and in that same sense, each one is a creation unto itself. And each one is a continuation of what was a addition to a likeness of the previous one. So while God and might only understand and experience its first fold, uh, the fourth fold is not even in its awareness at all. Is this fourth dream within a dream within a dream within a dream, whole experience and. And what we are as even physical bodies might not even be in, in its awareness. But it is still a fold. It is still a ripple from that same first stone, that same first uh, big bang. And even while it has this different dimensional perspective or angle of 
of looking at that same one thing that while I think I'm looking at illusions and, and I might have clarified in my mind that I'm looking at physical illusions and, and I have illusionary ideas in my mind, they still are represented by something that actually does exist. It's just down deep fold into, you know, fold and the fold and the folds into fold into the beginning of time and the beginning of all existence previous to time. So, when you actually are accepting of of who you are and seeing you as good, uh, you you then go down deeper into experiencing and comprehending not only who you are as a body, but who you are as a soul, and who you are as the great magnitude of the big consciousness of Christ, and then the magnitude of what is God. And that experience is happening right here and right now. But it's almost as if that white canvas of God has been painted gold with Christ. And then, and then it was painted with the rainbows of the spirit world. And then it was painted with, with shapes and forms of physical world. And then it was painted with thoughts and consciousnesses of, of this fourth dimension time aspect. And, and as so as we're learning this and as we might be thinking we're learning something and growing and expanding and we are achieving this state of seeing ourselves as good and accepting this ourselves and ultimately accepting the wholeness of Christ, we are continuing into what would be the fifth and sixth dimensions and the seventh dimensions of experiences. And this, this does lead through and uh, go through that one of the deliberate trials that we made up is ultimately the greatest things that we fear. And we have to, in order to know them as ourselves, we have to face them, we have to do them, and we have to experience in them as ourselves. So we're here firsthand experience, firsthand going in it ourselves, doing it ourselves as if it is us and as if it is real. And so we're not you know, up in the clouds creating these little people and we're, we're put battling them together and we're like, yeah, let's make this guy go this way. And, you know, as if we're playing some bo- cosmic board game or some sort, but that we are in it ourselves and have wiped our memories of anything else to deliberately be this way and have this individual free will idea to go about and doing whatever we are, are experiencing. And now with this free will, but with the power of God because of who we are and what we actually, the truth about ourselves, now together are creating this whole new experience in the same sense of, I know most of us don't remember, but when we were in this initial pre-existent spirit world, um, before we decided that the physical world is, is a fun idea and that we, before we had this whole Adam and Eve scenario, uh, and and develop this physical objects in which we can move and how excited we were that we together all developed this idea and uh, we together had this idea and and put it together um, and, and made it in the way that it is uh, and yet uh, that being like that knowledge of good and evil is quite literally like a fruit uh, that induces fear and that's the only way that it would be possible to even have an existence that 
what you know as Adam and Eve and how it's been told over time, um, we assume that Adam and Eve were actually physical bodies previous to that fruit, that knowledge of good and evil, and yet even their memories after partaking of the fruit would suggest also that they were bodies because it's projected into the past of what they immediately believe. And in the same sense, we do every day right in this moment. So you, so Adam and Eve, you too as well, uh, were not actually bodies until you partake this idea of having a free will. The reason they realized they were naked as it's so told uh, is because they were not naked before. They were even uh, less than naked. Is that a good way of saying it? That there was no bodies there even to be clothed. Uh, that uh, the spirit body representation of themselves was very pure. And in this idea that God now no longer can walk with them in the garden and that they were rejected from that place is all a projection on the past of their ability to see and completely forget about the spirit world and that they were spirits in the first place uh, that experience of of what is the spirit world is is exactly what we've done and what we're doing now that in the same sense that god only could uh accept uh, threefold from itself even as we accept threefold of ourselves and experience this mind body and spirit aspect of ourselves so this was an acceptable dream uh, to God. This was a place, a garden where we could walk with God. It wasn't a physical garden, but it was an experience of uh, where we knew God still because it was only threefold, this mind, body, and spirit. Uh, and then when we did make this physical body aspect of ourselves, that it, it then became an additional fold in which now the, the continuation of seeing and perceiving uh, threefold uh, experience now God no longer could see what we were doing and what we thought we were doing so I was like why are you hiding behind this transparent energy form and and we say well we're, we're this you know naked transparent energy form and you know it doesn't make any sense to the experience of, of spirit uh, that you know you can't hide behind objects you can't there are no objects like that you can't you can't be an object that's hiding behind this object because uh, that doesn't make sense either there is no objects or somehow separation from everything else but that it's all this network of connection and joining in this, this soul experience and and so so it doesn't make much sense that that it was god that cast us out uh no it wasn't it wasn't actually god that cast us out because there is no out of that experience so the whole idea that we were cast out as well is just this plain idea that there was a right and a wrong, or good and a bad, a free will. And this, this having a free will, the only thing that it could choose is quite literally an opposite or somehow a difference from what is God's will and experiencing that. So here we are now, physical objects, uh, perceiving ourselves as physical objects, the representation of that is only because we chose that fruit, is only because we chose knowledge of good and evil, is only because we have accepted fear about ourselves, and now we need to protect ourselves. Now we need to hide behind bushes and clothe ourselves as if they're real. And we look, even you, I mean, right now, you can look about in your past, and you can, when you think of your memories... 
uh, you think of usually bodies. And you didn't have bodies in the past, even as you don't have a body now. But you insist that you did have a body in your past. And, and even this memory thing that you don't actually have a body in the memory either. And, and yet you assume that there is a body there. This is the same. This is literally a representation of fear. This is having something additional to the idea of love and the only thing additional to what is all encompassing is quite literally the absence of itself and so th that's the only way in which we could choose this so so a lot of people read a course in miracles and think they are doing something wrong like oh i'm i'm fearing or i'm doing something bad and this this isn't this isn't tr possible this isn't true uh the initial idea really of what you could should get out of a course in miracles is not that it's happening to you or or anything that is happening by you and and still when you take that idea when you're coming insisting that there's a right and wrong and there's still that you have this war going on within this war going on in heaven uh there seems to be a division between you know right and wrong good and bad and <laughs> And you, you then think that because it's happening by me, then I have to choose. I have to make these choices better. I have to choose the right. I have to, I have to be a good person. I have to uh, be happy and peaceful. And I have to think right because I want a certain outcome. I want to be happy and I want all this stuff. And instead of realizing that A Course in Miracles is telling you just by knowing who you are, not by changing who you are, just by knowing who you are, you are deliberately and outwardly openly happy. It's the knowing who you are that makes you happy. It's not changing who you are to happiness or thinking correctly to happiness or being correctly to happiness. or in, in, it's, it's, What you are is the purity of happiness. You are quite literally goodness. And, and that's not with an opposition at all. Uh, and you are the additional O to God. <laughs> Oh yeah yeah yeah. Do we have any comments or statements or questions or anything out there, people listening? And I'm assuming you can hear me okay. because I, I don't have my headphones on, I can hear a little bit of echo and and everything so uh there I am. Uh, well hmm. So it seems tricky, it seems no matter what, you will look at your life and you will be uh, given these perspectives of, of experiencing something that seems wrong, something that seems bad, uh, something that seems as if if you did that, you would not only hurt uh, who you are, you would not only hurt the people around you, uh, you would hurt God, and, and you have all these ideas that you would... There, you know, there, you would have pain, and because you feel this pain inside you, and that you have this experience of of pain, and it does seem as if it would be everywhere, and it would be given to everyone, and and you know, <laughs> oh, you're not you're not hearing me. Is everybody hearing me? Because modern mystic is telling me that. Well, I am hearing me. And I'm listening to myself. <laughs> hmm. 
I bet he's on the phone app. It takes a second to get the sound going. Hmm. Okay. Well, hi, bud. You eating that headphones? <laughs> yes, I can't. <laughs> well, they're not made for eating. And it's not good. If, here, you eat these fishies. These fishies are made for eating. Oh, yeah. Those are good, huh? Cheesy. Mm. <laughs> Let's play with those over there. Thank you, God, for this whole experience. Oh, I didn't realize what time it was. Wow. Thank you. God, I do come to you in admitting that I feel this way about the world. I do feel emotions here and there, and I do determine that they are somehow existent and that they influence me and influence my life, and, and that I forget. I do forget. I forget that, you know, it is not about what is on the surface. It is not about what is happening on, in the world, but that it is all derived from, from what is you. And, and this experience of you, I do accept. And I, I come closer to it today and, and help me to have the strength and the awareness to choose to see this, to choose to shine this, to to give this and to experience this every day that uh, I know that through life and through what is being seen that it is it is not as what it seems to be so separate and individual from each and everything and while I, I may have many goals throughout my life that do not fulfill themselves and and do not work out as perfectly as as I, I do desire uh, and I, I realize that it is often because I am not going and accepting with the flow of you and the manifestations of you and the creation of life. Uh, I take this moment and this time to create, or to choose to go with your creations, to choose to accept my life, to accept who you have created me to be, who you have made me to be. I take this moment to deliberately allow you to live in me and as me i choose to allow you to see through me to experience life through me to come back to this garden in which we do experience together and i am so grateful and thankful to you for everything that you i know your love and you've given me the world even as i see it uh, to experience and to know what we are together and the wholeness of what we could be and all the possibilities of our experiencing life. Well, thank you for even illusions and thank you for truth that I may know myself and that I may and have experienced coming from myself and coming from this, this emptiness of not knowing to this completion of what you are and the wholeness of what we are together and the eternity and the learning of of growing and expanding to you 
from from nothing to everything. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. this spiritual lunch hour with me, your host, Reverend Devin Devine. If you'd like more information about me and what I can do for you, please visit openandclear.com. That's O-P-E-N-A-N-D-C-L-E-A-R.com. Stay tuned to ACIM Gather for additional teachers, students, and those who love A Course in Miracles. <laughs>